0: I have been focusing on growing my personal brand for about a year now Mm -hmm. and, um, or no, about two years now. And what I meant to say is it wasn't until about a year in that I got my first client from it. And now it's like 30% of what I made last year was from Instagram.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah. And it's just people reaching out to me who are like, hey, I wanna buy a house. Hey, I'm an investor from Texas and I'm looking to buy an investment there. Or hey, I'm an agent from New York
1: and I have a client who needs a real estate agent in Arizona. Cool, well, hi, this is Steven with Burkhart Creative Agency. Super excited to bring Madeline here and she is gonna be sharing her journey about being an entrepreneur from the very beginning um, and just kind of share the journey that she's gone through. So go ahead and introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about who you are.
0: Hi, I'm Madeline Robinson. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm in in real estate. I work as an agent, which it's been about four years with that and then I've been focusing a lot on the investment side and then also um, with the brand that I've been building with marketing and that sort of thing. Um, Like I said, started about four years ago uh, do you want me to go into how I started?
1: Yeah, go otherwise. ahead. And, yeah, just tell us a little bit about how you started.
0: Okay, so I was in a place where I was really, really poor. Um, <laughs>
1: Don't we all?
0: <laughs> I, I'm working as a nanny yeah. and at H&M and uh, just, you know, doing those things that you do when you're young, 18. And I remember just sitting there thinking about what I want out of life. And, um, and so what I did is I went to a multimillion dollar neighborhood. Uh, and I knocked on the doors and asked people, what do you do for a living? How did you become successful? That's
1: amazing.
0: And it was, it was funny because a lot of people would be taken back a lot of, um, either, uh, what are you doing here? What did you ask me? Or let me ask my husband. (laughs) Um, and there was some commonalities and real estate was one of them. It was either I'm a real estate developer, or I started it this way and and having something to do um, with that. Or a very common thing, and the most common was, hey, I'm an oral surgeon, but how we really got bigger and made our money was by investing oh, okay. and taking the next level. So why I originally got into real estate was to gain that investing knowledge, was to be able to essentially help people who are rich like them invest their money, and then right. you can do it yourself. So...
1: Well, at least you were like asking the right people. I feel like mm-hmm. there's so much information online and like how to get rich and how to make money, but all those people are trying to make money and not that that makes them inherently dishonest, but mm-hmm. those people, they have no nothing to gain by telling you the truth yeah. or not, you know what I mean? So you, you started in the right spot. <laughs> you yeah. asked the right people which is huge.
0: And, and it was a funny experience. And I'm sure that uh, 18 year old me walking up to the doors like that um, wasn't necessarily expected, but I mean, that honestly changed the trajectory of my life. And I went and talked to my dad and got my real estate license literally a few weeks later. Right.
1: So, so you get your real estate license. What's the next step? Like obviously like for like, there's a ton of people to get the real estate license but you've the been successful. Stuff. So like, how did you make that jump? Like, how did you get from like zero houses to five houses? Yeah.
0: Um, I think that I, the new stat that came out this year, it was something crazy. Like 98% of people get out of real estate within the first year without making a single sale, which is right. insane to me, yeah. but I mean, it's so accurate and that's part of my experience being in real estate. Um, but when I first started, I was not super successful. Um, I do think that a lot of that plays into what was going on in my personal life at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a very toxic marriage. I It was not a good place to be. Um, but I do think that people, they do one of two things. They either really highly perform when they're in bad situations or they highly perform when they're in good situations. Right. Um, I, I'm i not going to lie. Being in that situation made it really, really hard to want to... to not work hard, but but to really focus. And so when I first started in real estate, I got my first sale after three months, which is actually pretty good. Sounds good. Um, but Which is crazy because in other industries, you didn't make money for three months. Right. But for real estate, it's you made money in the first eight months. That's amazing. Um, so the jump when I first started, I was with this company that, um, because they have real estate teams where they'll provide you training and resources and stuff in exchange for a portion of what you make. And so that's how I started. And then, um, when I decided to leave my ex-husband, which was not that really bad situation that I was telling you about, um, I actually became an assistant for a while and worked as a TC and that was for a few months. And then, we realized I'm really not a good assistant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, not that I'm a horrible employee, but my strengths lie where they are. And so then I went straight into being an agent. And that's when I had the knowledge that I needed and the natural, um, I think the only natural ability I have really is probably in sales okay. and caring. Yeah. And it just was exponential to be honest. I think that my biggest advice for anyone getting into real estate was learn as much as you possibly can. And maybe it's just for me, but when I'm knowledgeable and have the confidence that what I'm telling my clients, like I actually am helping these people. At this point, because during that time where I was an assistant, I was one, an assistant to one of the highest producing real estate agents in Arizona, which, yeah, that helps a ton. (laughs) When you get to sit literally right next to them for months, that's huge. And so then... Um, To go from having all this knowledge and all I had been doing was reading, reading books on investing, on being an agent, on real estate in itself, on the history of the industry um, and and to this point where I feel so confident that I can help my clients and that them using me over a different agent, they're going to be better off. And when you have that confidence, selling yourself is really easy.
1: I would imagine so. (laughs) You're literally doing them a favor. So that, that's awesome. I mean, so if I were to like kind of deconstruct like your progress, it would mm-hmm. be not not th- just that you were working hard, which you were, mm-hmm. and not that you were just learning, but you also had like mentorship essentially through your employee, yeah. employer. I that, have three
0: main mentors.
1: Right. So then you had all this like guidance and education and hard work and all of those together were kind of like the recipe, if, if I'm understanding it right, to like launch where you're going. 100%.
0: And um, I'd say that if you don't have a mentor, find one. And it's not that hard in the sense of look for people who are doing what you want to do.
1: Right.
0: And even one one of my mentors, Adam, he's not necessarily doing what he wants to do. His end game is very different than my end game. But what's funny is that with his company, I've stayed with his company, but just not as his assistant.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> and um, it's been amazing. So.
1: That's fantastic. So, you said you, you kind of touched on a little bit, but you said you kind of drive a little bit on that. Like, that, well, at least when we talked earlier uh, on the phone a couple of days ago, you were, you were talking a little bit about like how the, just the different struggles in your life really kind of like brought out kind of almost like a workaholic nature to yourself. So, tell us a little bit about that and just kind of explain a little bit how that's changed over the years as you've kind of like dealt with and worked through some of that.
0: Yeah, um, I would say that my career saved me yeah. in this situation. Like I said, I, I've i made some bad decisions when it comes to companionship. <laughs> I do really, really well um, in business, but it just I, I've had some pretty crazy experiences with that. I was in a really toxic, abusive relationship. We were married for two years. And then I went straight, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I went, um,
1: some, you don't have to say, your you have no,
0: you're totally you. good. Okay. You're totally good. Don't do this, by the way, don't do this. But, um, <laughs> I got remarried four months after I got divorced to someone else. And that person ended up cheating on me with my best friend in our bed. And oh. yeah, so that kind of brought me to a lowest of lows kind of point after being in that. And I have no hate or terrible feelings toward either of these people I think that more than anything it's compassion because I look at where my life is now versus theirs and you have to say like that wasn't a reflection on me it was a reflection on them and so um taking those experiences and not letting them define you as a person because I'm not special everyone goes through hard things yeah me saying, oh, like this happened to me. You can't victimize yourself. Yeah. That's not how the world works.
1: Well, you can. It just doesn't help you in the long run. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're you're right. You totally can't. I just chose not to and I'm really yeah. grateful for it. Yeah. Um, because I could sit here and say, oh, I've been in these terrible situations and these men who like didn't make any money and I provided completely and like they use all my money and like right. I was trying to be successful and I've been brought down now. And you can have those thoughts, but in reality, it's not going to get you where you want to go. You have to live in the present in the future not the past so i would say that the biggest things for me that held me back were obviously being in those situations but the aftermath is the hardest part not living in it yeah and making sure that the aftermath was taken care of in a healthy way
1: totally so you're kind of in a lot of ways like like you were saying earlier so some people are like very driven by like negative energy and some people are more driven by positive energy. So you were definitely driven by negative energy. Do you think you've you've stayed on that path and kind of used that that history to keep driving you or do you feel like over the years it's kind of changed as you've like worked through some of that?
0: Yeah, I feel like um when I was saying that first situation, I was driven by negative energy. Yeah. Then I got, and the reason why the second man happened is because he saved me.
1: Mm.
0: I was in not a great place at all whatsoever. And he is the kindest person I've ever met. Obviously, it did not end very well. Not kind Um,
1: in every way. (laughs) Not kind in every way.
0: And there are so many details that story, so many things that people can use to justify it. But in the end, um, I am not driven by negative energy anymore. If anything, after that second situation, it was really, really hard for me to come back from that. That is where my business struggled the most was in that situation. And the thing that I took from that is, um, it's really, really important to create consistency in your life and create habits that no matter what you're going through, you can follow those because if you don't steer off that path of those habits that you have, then you're going to be just fine. And that's with sales. That's with real estate. That's with a lot of industries. So for me, um, I now when I'm in a good situation, that's when I work best. That's now being where I where I am. This right. is the best my business has ever been, and it's because I'm the happiest I've ever been. Right. I legit am happy every single day. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> I can't tell. You're yeah. just sitting here so sad.
0: <laughs> crying in the inside. Right. <laughs> And so I would say create those habits, create that consistency and keep those with you. Because that's my one regret is that after um, that second divorce, (laughs) uh, I didn't keep those habits. And it wasn't until I got on that path and had to remind myself, wait, I'm good at sales. Wait, this is how it felt like before. And reminding yourself of the person that you have to be and the things that you have to do every day in order to be
1: successful. Right. And in your, in, in for you, it seems like you're, you're talking about success more than just financially. Mm-hmm. You're talking about success like um, feeling good about yourself, having that positive, um, positive energy and just working out of that positive place yeah. and feeling good about yourself. You know what I mean? Like that was part of, that seems to be part of the success for you as well, not just money.
0: Well, and the thing about it is I don't think that money has anything to do with success. Mm. And a lot of people would disagree with me. But that's because it depends on their definition of happiness and success. Some people are really, really happy being stay-at-home moms, being teachers, being nurses. If I had a 9-to-5 job, I would be miserable. And I joke about it all the time of how I would probably get fired. (laughs) Um, That's just not something that I would do well in. Now at this point, now that it's been four years of being self-employed, That's a little bit hard to get back to. to 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 to. to. (laughs) And so, but my point is, everyone has their own definition of what happiness is. Everyone has their own meaning of what fulfillment for their life is. I always say, think of that vision. Where do I want to be 10 years from now? They talk about 20 years from now, whatever it is. But I think about more of the long term of what does my ideal life look like? I literally close my eyes and visualize it every single day. Of the person I'm with the family I have, the life I want to be living, what I'm doing now is not for the money at this point. Right. Which, financially, it's been great. And I'm right. very, very grateful and so, so blessed for that. Especially to have found that at such a young age. I think that you have to be very responsible with it because being, I just turned 23 a few yeah. weeks ago. And being 23 and very financially stable and what some people would consider successful, mm-hmm. um to have the strength to save your money and so then you can invest it. And because I'm working for that long-term game, I'm not working for today. I'm not gonna go out and buy a sports car that I can definitely afford. I'm not gonna go out and um, go on all these trips, which I do travel a lot because that's a passion of mine, but I use traveling as a reward. And that's my happiness of what it looks like is working 14 hours a day and doing that. Versus other people, that sounds miserable to them, but to be honest, being just a stay-at-home mom that sounds miserable to me and I'm not going to do it.
1: Well, at least you're honest about what you like, right? (laughs) Yeah. You talked about how you go through your visions that you have for your future every single day. I would love to hear what those are.
0: Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So my whole thing, and this is actually a new thing that I've been doing with my life probably last six months. I've just decided complete transparency. Okay. And it's paid off on social media. And of course you choose what you give and take and everything. But um, I used to be in a point where I was almost, I don't want to say ashamed, but embarrassed weirdly. And I do not get embarrassed easily about what my personal life has looked like because right. I have so much pride when it comes to my career. Yeah, I have so so many things to be proud of, so many things that I'm grateful for. Um, And gratitude is how you get through everything. But I used to be just like, oh, that's so embarrassing, I don't want anyone to know about that. And then I realized, Um, by being the more transparent I was in person and online, people reach out to me all the time, thanking me Mm -hmm. for it, asking me for advice, asking me for things. And that has really fueled me. And so, um, when it comes to visions, that plays a big part into it of I'm doing what I'm doing now, not for money. I'm doing it because of the impact I want to make on the world, which a lot of people say that, but some, something I'm really passionate about, which has been my entire life is philanthropy, is actually not just being, oh, hey, I'm this person on the internet, listen to me and feel good about yourself. No, but actually helping the people in the world who really need it. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I'm not special. What I've gone through, most people have gone through that or worse. Mm-hmm. We just don't know about it. Right. And so with that, um, I think that I need to help the people who are going through a lot worse than me and the average people because the entire time that I was going through anything, all I thought about was, you know what? Thank goodness I'm not a starving child in Africa. And focusing on every single day being grateful for what you have. Every single day, and this is one of my mentors, Adam, who got me into doing this, of focusing on your goals and your gratitude. Every single day I wake up, and I write down my three main goals for the day and the three things that I'm grateful for that day. And you stay away from the cliches like, um, oh, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my house, and my food. No. All of those bullshit Thanksgiving answers are out the door. You keep them specific. And by doing that, um, you get through the hard things. So when it comes to my vision, that's how I feel like I created my vision. which. Yeah consists of one philanthropy like we spoke about.
1: I want you to be specific. Very specific. I want you to like tell me what you... what you see in your brain when you think of that every single day.
0: Yeah. So actually, um, visualization was hard for me at first. What I did is that I would do voice memo record on my phone and then I would just talk about all these things that I wanted and then I would listen to it back. And sometimes it was hard for me when you're in hard situations to like, think about your goals because you feel so drugged down. And so then you would listen to that. So specifically, um, I'm really passionate about traveling, and so I want to help people not in America. Okay. When I say I want to, like, I would think about the starving kids in Africa all the time. I'm serious. Bill Gates, how he provided <laughs> freaking toilets and, and sewer work and plumbing for villages of people living in third world countries. That's what I'm passionate about. Right. That's what I want to do. And so when people, um, when I became successful at a young age... There was this bad stigma that people kind of created about me that I feel like didn't exist in my world at least of, okay. oh, like you're, you're 21 and you're making all this money and you think you're so cool. So you, cause you make all this money because I wanted to show of like anyone can do what I'm doing. Right. But then it made me realize after feeling bad about myself that, wait, what I want to do for this world takes more than making six figures a year. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Not the zeros in your bank account. Right. And so... Specifically, helping those people. Being able to travel to be not just hands-on, but that when you see a problem, when you're working hands-on, that you can actually have a solution for it. Not just say, oh, we're gonna make this video and run an ad on the internet about these poor people and hopefully something happens. No, you're actually gonna be able to execute on it.
1: Right. Because those zeros in the bank account that is what pays for that stuff. <laughs> like...
0: Exactly. And writing a check every year to make yourself feel better about your, about your situation. I'm not interested in that at all.
1: Because you're practicing gratitude. Exactly. You don't have to have that.
0: Exactly. And then with that as well, something that I'm really, really working towards is my future family. Um, I feel like I have these two dreams. I have these business goals. That That's the thing that I typically crush it at. But then I have these personal life goals that that's the thing that really scares me. I do want to be a mom someday. I want at least three kids. I also want to be in a relationship with someone who also makes money and that isn't just signing up for my dream but has dreams of their own and that we are a partnership and that we create this team and are building something together. And um, I'm pretty religious and in the religious community that I live in, that's a little bit harder to find because there are, and there's nothing wrong with it because I think if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and be the best damn stay-at-home mom that you can possibly be,
1: right. do it. Yeah.
0: But just be the best one there is out there.
1: yeah.
0: That's great. I also feel like I would be depressed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we see now.
0: Situationally. Um, and so dream-wise, I have this vision for this life I want to live of... Creating the freedom and not autonomy, because I currently have autonomy, but freedom. There are key differences. Creating the freedom for the life of me and my family so that we can focus on the things that are really important and that it's not about providing for your kids, which sounds bad, but I'm not gonna buy my kids a car. I'm not gonna, you know, give them an allowance. My parents made us earn commissions, which I'm going to adopt. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Um, but that future family that I want to grow, that's going to help me impact this world, that's really important to me. I don't want to do it alone. And right. not letting that fear of like, I'm going to be alone forever, let it in because I am 23. Right.
1: Um, You have some time. <laughs> I, have a, I have a little
0: bit of time. Just a little bit. So it's going to be okay. But um. Oh, I think about that all the time. Because those people that don't exist in my life yet, that's who I'm working for. Right. Another cliche, what my why is answer. <laughs> but it gets me really, really excited.
1: Yeah. Well, if that's what gets you motivated and that's what gets you out of bed in the morning, that's like, mm-hmm. that's, doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't.
0: And so it's the key. It's part.
1: your why. It's not someone else's why. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And, and I think that whys get very, very deep. The, the further in your business you go. If you don't know exactly why you're working, because that's the thing. You know when I spoke about the struggling that I was going through with um, after my second ex-husband? Mm. <clears throat> that I really, really struggled with because at that point I remember waking up in the morning and going, why am I doing this? Yeah. For random people that I'm never going to know that, yeah, I want to help. And that I'm really, really passionate about, but I think it's the combination of the two that I need. But whenever I feel like being lazy or anything, I just think about those things.
1: You've mentioned to me how you're kind of transitioning uh, your career path and and whatnot, and and I would imagine and correct me if I'm wrong, but you just kind of saw where you're headed with your job, and realized okay, for me to accomplish my goals, I need to do something different, yeah. right? So, it kind of walk me through the thought process that happened there and like what you're actually planning on doing now.
0: So. It's been, um, and it's been on and off when we spoke of consistency before, if you want to build a personal brand, if you want to grow yourself on social media of any kind, if you want to do anything, that's the key to it. And so that's, I would say my one thing that I wish that I would kept. So I started doing this about two years ago, um, year and a half to two years ago. And again, it wasn't until 10 months in that I forgot my first client from social media. Nice. and now it is a large part of my business. And so with that and I'm not even huge yet like the things that I want to do and, and the traction I want that's that's gonna I'm gonna be getting a lot more than I am now that's for sure but it's already lucrative which is crazy but yeah. it's the long term lucrative. Right. So my opinion on social media is, Not necessarily about social media, but more about attention and how I feel like that is the most valuable currency you can possibly own.
1: I've never heard that before. (laughs) Oh, yeah. At Gary Vee. Right.
0: (laughs) Um, And there's nothing but truth around it. Yeah. Nothing. Because now it's just happened naturally. In real estate, they speak all the time about building a pipeline. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And social media is kind of the same way of you're building it up, you're building it up, you're building it up until it it naturally starts going. Um, And I mean, my friend Riley and I were talking the other day about how um, it comes in progressions and how we feel like once you get 5,000, then it's easy to jump to Mm. 10,000. It's once you get that traction because you're growing that following. Number one with it is to build a community. And I'm grateful that um, I started local, which Came naturally with what I'm doing because real estate and my business is where I live, and so it happened that way. But because that, I think that it's been building more easily with an easier flow because people um are relatable to me. They're frat boys at ASU who are getting finance degrees and then messaging me about, hey, after I graduate college, I really want to get into real estate or (laughs) random like, and but that's the market right there, right. And the thing is, I'm all about how I'm not special. I say it all the time. I am the least special person on the planet. I was raised in like the most mediocre, like middle class kind of situation. We weren't rich. We weren't poor. I am not that pretty, but I'm not ugly either. I'm like not that smart, but I'm not stupid.
1: Right. I am
0: the most average person you will ever meet in your entire life. I'm telling you. I disagree. Well, thank you.
1: Based <laughs> on your actions at least. Yeah.
0: But that's the difference is the action. Yeah. I think a lot of people have the ability to plan and, and to plan and project for the future, but it's the execution on that planning and projecting. That's awesome. the only thing that makes me different at all. And I'm a little louder than average.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, so go ahead and give us a little bit of detail. So that way we can kind of get behind what you're doing. What is it exactly that you're going to be doing? Just spell it out.
0: Yeah. Um, so plan wise with, uh, and you're speaking with personal branding, of course. So as of next week, I'm releasing my YouTube channel, which is going to be all about, um, real estate, how to invest again. Like I said, not special. I'm just saying, here's what I've done. It's worked for me. You should probably do it too. Right. That's it. I I One of my first videos is going to be how to be successful in your 20s because I just turned 23. And I'm not saying that my definition of success is for everyone, but a lot of people seem to be buying into it. And so why not share exactly what I've done?
1: Awesome.
0: And that's my whole MO with everything is I'm just completely transparent. Anything anyone wants to DM me and ask me and... I'll answer it to the best of my abilities because what I'm doing is working, and that's all it comes down to. Proof is in
1: the pudding.
0: Mm Mhm. And so social media is just, again, being transparent about my two divorces and how not to do that, and (laughs) but then about (laughs) yeah, no, literally like how to not turn red flags into green ones and be insecure and you know that sort of thing. And so being transparent on that, but also being completely transparent on here's my business. This is how I grew it. This is how it's continuing to grow. This is where I found success. This is where I didn't. Because I'm not saying that I'm a Gary Vaynerchuk or a Grant Cardone or a Mark Cuban or any of that. But what I'm doing has been working so far. And where I am is where most people are in like their late 30s and 40s. So just career-wise that way. And so why not give it to the world to duplicate?
1: So, um... And I think that's so good because sometimes someone like a Grant Cardone is so successful and so far ahead and doing so many things that it's kind of unrelatable in some level it's hard
0: to see yourself getting there yeah
1: it's inspirational but sometimes it can be a little unrelatable to try to put together those little pieces ahead of time and it's good it's everyone has like a function in like the journey right and so you've definitely come much farther than most but you're obviously not flying in a private jet yet, right? Yeah. And maybe that's never a goal, but that's not the point. The point is that you're in that other tier of people that need to like know how to get from here to here, and you can help them get there, yeah. and that's awesome. And you're approachable. You're you can you're trying to build a community, so you're able to be gotten a hold of, as opposed to if I send you know Grant Cardona a DM probably not gonna hear back
0: he actually him and alina have messaged me back multiple times yeah they are so nice i have this one photo it's of me and my ex-husband but i kept in my archives because grant cardone liked it and i was like i can't delete that (laughs) and so um no it they're awesome and they're super nice and What you said, you know how when people are talking about marketing, how they're saying, okay, figure out what your three pillars of your personal brand is and and all of that jazz. My whole thing is exactly what you just spelled out of this is the process. This is, I'm in the middle of it right now. You're seeing, like you said, all these people are in the end goal. But I'm like, I don't even think I'm halfway there because again, it depends on how much you want to achieve.
1: Right.
0: I don't think I'm ever going to be satisfied. I, th- I love that Matthew McConaughey speech that he does of my, my, um, Oh, what does he say? He's like, the person I'm chasing is me in 10 years.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And that's how I feel. And if you want to see the process of un- how unsexy success is, come to my page <laughs> because it's not, it's not super awesome. But the end goal is, and that's why it's so easy to show when you're Grant Cardone, but if you're looking at my stories, it's, hey, I had these goals for the today, but then I decided to go do this thing with my friends. So now it's 3 a.m. because I don't end a day without accomplishing those goals. Mm. And I've committed to that. Right. And I'm going to get no sleep because I have a showing appointment at 9 a.m. that's perfect. Then right. you
1: do a makeup tutorial on how to cover up the bags under your eyes from staying up till oh, okay.
0: 3. I'm going <laughs> to declare something. I promise you'll never see a makeup tutorial done by me. You don't want (laughs) to see one. Um, (laughs) My friend Riley's over there going like, yeah, you don't want to see her do that. (laughs) I'm not the the girl that you come to for fashion advice per se. But if you want to know how to invest your money in real estate, if you want to know how to be successful in your 20s, if you want to know how to feel so confident in your sales abilities and get coaching calls, I'm your girl. Makeup tutorials. There are better girls for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, that's their cup of tea, right? They don't yeah. have the... I'm sure they love your sales abilities. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything on your heart and your goals and all that. And I think that, man, there's just so much juice in there that people can get, you know what I mean? Just not only on an inspirational level, but on a practical level and just what it looks like to really like just like the real talk of like, this is what it's like to build a business. And, you know, and you've been through so much and that stuff has made you who you are now, but you're not just settling with that. You're you're challenging yourself to be able to take things to the next level and that's, that's amazing. So thank you so much for sharing your story.
0: Always and forever. <laughs>
1: so let us know, so tell us where can we find you online?
0: Online, everything is at Madeline Roy, M-A-D-E-L-Y-N, Roy spelled R-O-I like investments, return on investment. But my name's Madeline Roy Robinson. Um, thank you, parents, for branding that. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Everything is at Madeline Roy. Um. And if you wanna, just again see how unsexy the process of success is. I'm your girl.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited to see your new YouTube channel launching next week. Yes. So that'll be. Probably about the time that
0: this comes in. Yeah. I'm in December, December,
1: so I'm super excited. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much.